We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Twenty minutes a day. Three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome in to the Wednesday edition of the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I am back, people. We have power in my house, and I'm not at my house. Uh, <laughs> I am at my parents' house, so I'm on assignment here uh, in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, as opposed to New Berlin, Wisconsin. But uh, it's good to have the whole team back together. We've got Dusty. We've got Sarah. What is going on, my friends? It feels like a Friday, but it's only a Tuesday, so I guess that's bad. Um, but hey, <laughs> I'm happy to be talking with you guys. Yeah, I think it's one of those weeks. I know when we were talking before we hit record, Dusty's like, "What a week! What a week!" And it's only Tuesday, and I'm like, "Yep, that's kind of the vibe for this week." But yeah, just ready to have some fun with you guys, like we always do, and talk a little sports, Packers, everything in between. Yeah, we actually have a little bit of NFL news, which is kind of shocking, but um, the Chiefs are in the news again after signing Mahomes to the mega deal. They're actually shelling out another mega deal, and this time it's for defensive tackle Chris Jones, signing a four-year, $85 million deal that includes $60 million in guarantees. I don't know who else is going to be on the team besides Chris Jones and Patrick Mahomes after next year, but uh, I'm sure they'll figure it out. Dusty, why don't you break down some of the you know implications regarding Kenny Clark and the Packers and what this means for them? 
Yeah, I mean, we've all been waiting on the Kenny Clark deal. Uh, and, you know, I think one of the reasons it hasn't been done that we've, we've kind of talked about this, or I know other people have as well, kind of gone in depth on this, has just been it's such a weird off season, and, and no one knows what the cap is going to look like next year. And, and beyond that, I mean, just because you got teams then possibly playing it safe as a result of that, uh, you also have guys uh, – possibly not wanting to sign now because there's so much uncertainty. Maybe they take a smaller deal because they think that, you know, we, we don't know what's, we don't know what's going to happen. Probably the cap will go down and then it goes up. There's so much uncertainty on both sides. I feel like there's just not a lot of talk between agents and teams. Uh, this, I, <laughs> this deal came through in the immediate reaction I saw was uh, this is on, on Twitter, of course, because I'm sitting at home all day is it was, Oh man, this, the Kenny Clark deal is going to be insane. Like, did you think he was signing for twelve million a year? Like this is so the Chris Jones deal is it's four year eighty five million with sixty million guaranteed. So that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. It's you know it's over over you know the average it's over twenty million a year. And Chris Jones numbers this is a fun thing. Chris Jones numbers are actually more than or higher than Kenny Clark. Um, he plays a little differently, but uh, it's higher than Kenny Clark. So maybe that plays into it a little. But if you thought that Kenny Clark was signing for less than 19 a year before this deal anyway, I think you were probably living some kind of pipe dream. So, I mean, to me, this it, the fact that it comes now with that there's not been a ton of signings, there's not been a ton of extensions, big money stuff anyway, just simply because of all the uncertainty, that's new. That's something that's interesting. Uh, and it shows that the Packers are going to have to pay for Kenny Clark, but like we <laughs> Very knew the Packers are going to have to pay for Kenny Clark. And I think they're going – I mean, I think they're going to. They'll find a way to do it simply because that interior line, they have no one else, and Kenny Clark's a monster, and he's still, like, what, 23 years old? Like, something – he's, like, 22, 23, something like that. So I think it's going to end up happening. I still think they signed Kenny Clark. It is big money, but it was always going to be big money. So, I like, to me, this was – you get to put, you get to at least play a little bit with. This is likely what the dollar figure will look like. This is the ballpark, and so you you, you kind of have that in mind. But it was always going to be somewhere in this range. It was always going to be somewhere between, I would say, seventeen to twenty-one. Like it always kind of seemed that way, just average value. Yeah, and I think what DeForest Bunkner just got like a twenty-one million APV. Yeah. Um, so I mean, uh, yeah, kind of kind of right along the lines. You always hope that that Goody would be able to work a little bit of magic somewhere along the lines. But, I mean, he's, you know, a top three defensive tackle in the league. So, you're, like you said, he's got to get paid, and he's got to get paid soon. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the only thing that really stands out, really, is that guaranteed money, is that $60 million out of an mm-hmm. $85 million contract. But even then, guaranteed I mean, guys are holding out for more guaranteed money anyway. Like, they're they're going for that. The guaranteed money has been getting steadily it's, high. It's transitioning to that a lot more. than Yeah, and so even that, like, that's a big dollar amount, but that's even that's not really shocking. I mean, and then if you look at it, he's actually getting $37 million due at signing. So yeah. Mm-hmm. They're taking a good chunk of that right away. So Yeah, and I've seen um, some things like maybe the Packers can front load that. The Packers don't have a ton of room to front load right now. I mean, they just. No, they've got like 8 mil, I think, right now um, to play with. I have to look. I think they've got a little more than that. I have to look at Ken Angle's thing, but they don't. They don't have a ton. Like they don't have unless they restructure some stuff. They don't have a, a ton of room to front load that to make that a little nicer down the line. Uh, oh, total total cap. They've got eleven point eight. An unallocated cap. They've got eight point six. So, uh, so there's that. Uh, the other news was another defensive star may not be fully inked, but there's already numbers coming out from Ian Rappaport that Miles Garrett, uh, the star defensive end for the Cleveland Browns, is going to be re-signing with them at a five-year, 
$125 million clip. So, Sarah, what do you think? Like, how does this one affect the Packers, or what does it make you think when you hear this? Yeah, I mean, first thought is just kudos to the Packers front office because the edge rushers that we have are obviously talented, but way lower than what apparently is market value right now for this position group. So, um, I mean, definitely good for them now as far as cap management and what they're going to be able to do and, you know, offer to other guys like uh, Kenny Clark and, you know, other guys that are due for extension in the next couple of years. But I think we're seeing a, a trend here that the numbers just keep going up and up and up, but uh, that the Packers have been able to manage um, a little bit and manage pretty well. So that's really it there. I mean, the numbers, like you said, are most likely official if they're coming um from the guys with the checks on Twitter. So, um, but I know every now and then things change. But yeah, really nothing more than that, just to keep it short and simple. Oh my God. I, uh, maybe this isn't true, but this uh, is coming from it's a Bleacher Report gridiron with a check mark to say that. But saying it has $100 million in guarantees. What? <laughs> 50 fully guaranteed at signing. Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That seems like a lot of money. Is that 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 a lot of money? money. That seems like a lot of money. That is a lot of money. And then the funny part is, is then you look at it and you're like, nah, you should still play basketball or baseball. (laughs) Those those ones are fully guaranteed, fully guaranteed. So uh, those would be the ones to get into. Times Um, are changing, that's for sure. I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's some people on Twitter that are upset about something. I know it very rarely happens on Twitter.com, but... Uh, every once in a while, everybody gets together behind a, an idea and says it's really, really a bad idea. And uh, there's been a lot of that with the Madden ratings coming out uh, because one Aaron Rodgers is not the highest-rated quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Gasp! He's not even the second-highest quarterback rated. And he is not rated at least 90. Which the shame, uh, Steve. The shame. He's, he's rated shame, at 89. Shame, so shame. people are <laughs> freaking out. They're yelling at Madden, saying that they need to get their act together. Uh, the five guys ahead of Rodgers because he came in number six with an 89. Uh, Patrick Mahomes with a 99, which I think that's pretty dead on. Very, very well deserved. Russell Wilson with a 97. Lamar Jackson with a 94. Drew Brees with a 93, Oof. and Tom Brady with a 90. Well, no, they got no, they got confused. The Drew Brees and Tom Brady, they got confused because that's their ages, and they put them. In. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what happened. I just I cracked the code, guys. All right, I think we're done here. I think that's the joke. That's it. We're done. I don't know how it can get any better than that. Um, yeah, I, honestly, like, the thing is, is, when I first saw it, like, maybe Drew Brees, maybe Tom Brady are rated a little too high. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I feel like he's kind of right where he should be after last year. That's what they base this on. Like, they still give him some of, you know, the, the throwing strength, all that kind of stuff. But he had a, a good year, not a great year. It wasn't anything that blew anybody's minds away. There was missed throws. There was... Plenty left on the table, and I feel like an 89 for a 36-year-old quarterback, that's not horrible. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, listen, I refuse to get worked up over this because I don't I don't yeah. care. And as Steve has seen, um, 
I don't even play with the Packers. So like I don't, I don't care. It, don't it hurts Dusty too much to lose with the yeah, Packers. Yeah, that's cr- Yeah, I don't want Rogers to throw nine picks when I'm fine with Baker Mayfield <laughs> doing it. So it's so it's all good. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I I didn't look at the breakdowns or everything of like what's his what's his speed and agility and arm strength because I again I do not care. That final ranking of 89. Based on again, like you said, missed throws. Were some of those miscommunications? Yeah, they certainly were. But there also were some missed throws, and he slowed down a little. You know, it's just there's all these little things that, like, yeah, I've refused to get upset about. First of all, I refuse to get upset about Madden ratings, and also refuse to get upset <laughs> about an 89 ranking for uh, for a quarterback in his mid to late 30s. That's fine. Like you said, if there's any quibble at all, it's the fact that he's behind Breeze and Brady. Uh, and and I I'm honestly I'm curious about some of Lamar Jackson's uh ratings as well, kind of where he's where he's getting the ninety four overall. But you can't argue with him being rated top three after the year he had last year. So yeah, it's it's I every time I see people get mad about this, I just assume they are joking. I assume that the rage is manufactured. Um but I don't think it is. But hey, listen, if that's what gets you going, that's fine. That's fine. Just rage on, man. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any Madden comments? I mean, it's whatever. I think the rating itself was fine. It was just people were upset to see other names, like, leap past Rodgers. Like I, like, I think you said it perfectly, Steve. The 89 is like, yeah, he was good, but he wasn't great last season. So, makes sense. But I know the – and that's not what really, I don't even want to say, triggered me because, like you said, I didn't really let this bother me that much. But I think that's what triggered – a lot of people was just seeing other, like, Breeze and Brady still receive, like, an A grade, I guess you could say, and then they're, and Rodgers didn't. So it's whatever. Those graphics are made to piss people off anyways, <laughs> just like those other ones where it's like, what is the best, like, or your state's favorite sports team that's, like, <laughs> the least favorite one. Like, it, it's all to just get you riled up and for engagement. So if you... We're losing sleep over that. Please don't. It, it will be okay. That, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about fair. I think that's about fair. Um, all right. Well, let's dive into the uh, meat and potatoes of this episode, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> nobody gets the joke yet because they don't know what the topic is. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, basically what we decided to do this week is have a little bit of fun and uh, – I took a look at the entire food menu for Lambeau Field. Uh, it took a little bit of time, but I was able to download it off the website, and I put it into categories or tiers of uh, $5, $4, $3, $2, and $1, and we're going to make our uh, ultimate lineup of Lambeau Field food. The restrictions are you have to use $15, and you are only allowed to pick five items. Uh, if there's any interest in this besides the three of us, I can post a list on this tomorrow on Twitter. Um, just feel free to ask me. I don't know if anybody will actually care about it, but <laughs> it was kind of fun for us. So uh, we're going to go through and do some of the honorable mention foods that that we thought about picking before we go into our actual list. So, uh, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and start pick uh, pick two or three of your honorable mentions that you want to talk about. Okay, so some of my honorable mentions, uh, one that I picked from the $5, so our highest uh, valued category, was the Wisconsin Cuban. I didn't end up picking it, but the pretzel-shaped football bun is really just what (laughs) 
<laughs> made this decision really hard for me because anything that is pretzel related, I love. Like I love pretzels in general and then soft pretzels and there's like pretzel bagels. Love it all. So that was hard. Um, so that was definitely one of my honorable mentions. Another one of my honorable mentions were the bacon crusted cheese curds. I just felt like that was a lot. I will talk about it in more detail later. How dare you? How dare you, Sarah? But I I ended up picking just, like, the generic cheese curds, which, like I said, we'll get into more later. But I was like, I don't know. The bacon might push it over the chicken. But it's honorable mention. Like, it's not like I was like, no, it sucks, and I'm not going to get it. Like, it was a hard – it was hard. But you went with the lesser of the cheese curds. Okay, yeah, but I got, I have stomach okay. issues, so like together, I'm like that could be a tough day for me. <laughs> I suppose that's one place you do not want to end up at Lambo is sitting trying to get into a stall for that general topic. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> good talk, Steve. Yeah, gross. I was trying to come up with a good way to say it. It didn't. Work it didn't. Out. It didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so nice to be talking to you again, Dusty. What about me? Not me, Steve? Wow, thanks. I was being sarcastic. I like talking to you. Dusty's just an ass all the time. (laughs) All right, another one of my honorable mentions was the hot chicken bites. Those looked interesting, and that's pretty much all it was there. I mean, everything pretty much in the $2 category, if Steve ends up posting this, was, was pretty good. So, But they were also pretty generic. And then I went really, really basic and also i picked a churro as my honorable mention because i think if it was like cold at lambo and i was there not like freezing or snowing but if it was colder and then i like went and got a hot churro that would be just chef's kiss so those are my honorable mentions Uh, also noting we did not have any drinks on here we just went straight Mm -hmm. up food since it is Wisconsin, you can get as many beers or as many sodas or whatever you want, hot chocolates, and uh, yeah. So all food. That's all, that's the only other thing that I forgot to mention. So Dusty, honorable mentions, what did you have? Yeah, my three, uh, just, man, number one, I got two in the $5 category. One is the cheesesteak, just because I don't know the last time I've ever, I don't know if I've ever had a bad cheesesteak. Even a bad cheesesteak I've enjoyed. So uh, that one, I've got the same as Sarah, Wisconsin Cuban. Sounds amazing. I I could not fit it in because there's something else in the five dollar category that I just could not pass up. But that Wisconsin Cuban. Listen, let's be real here. The next time I'm up there, I will have more than fifteen dollars, so I will be eating a lot of this. A lot. But to of be this. fair, none of these things actually cost five dollars. But I also have more than fifteen dollars, Steve. I will pay whatever it costs to get these things. So Wisconsin Cubans there, and then uh, pretzel with cheese. I'm, I'm, I'm with Sarah. That's it's uh it just simple. it just barely made the cut, but that's it's nice. It's simple. You get that soft pretzel. You get some cheese. So you, you don't go wrong with that. So those are my honorable mentions. Uh, for mine, I went with the bacon dia, which is a uh, bacon, onion, uh, jalapeno, jack cheese, chipotle cream, and a little pineapple as a quesadilla. Very interesting to me. I thought that could be potentially really good. Uh, that was also a $5 category. And then the uh, under the $4, I was with the, the bacon pro tots. Like anything involved bacon and tater tots is going to be outstanding. I had a couple others higher on the list for that, so I decided not to. Fish fry, you're in Wisconsin. It's, it's always a good thing, but I'm thinking that 
you know, I probably can find a better fish fry on the drive home. That's probably uh, true. Yeah. Anywhere else, uh, anywhere else there, I could probably do that. So I, I figured I'd leave the fish fry alone, and then the pack and cheese. I almost left it off the list completely, but obviously, as a slap in the face, Packers Twitter today put out a picture of the pack and cheese, and uh, it looked delicious. And mm-hmm. I had to. Uh, to put that right back into the list and added that as one of my honorable mentions of I almost picked it. So, yeah, that would have been my four. Um, all right, Sarah, why don't you lead us off with uh, with your list? So I picked one in the $5 category, two, no, three in the $2 category, and then one in the $4 category was how I ended up breaking this down since we had – allocated to our five choices. So, in the $5 category, I went with the 1919 burger, which I'm pretty sure I had the last time I was there, based on the description. So, some of the ingredients are uh, Havarti cheese, fried sauerkraut, peppered bacon, um, there's like red pepper on it. So just really good. I love a good burger. That sounded great. So that's what I went for my $5 value. For $4, I picked, I just went classic and went with chicken tenders and fries because I'm a sucker for that. (laughs) Shocking. I am shocked. So our other podcast team will be thrilled since they're the Chicken Nuggets podcast. So there are you, you My only other question is, are you going to be talking to the person who's giving them to you and asking if they are sent from Publix to Lambo? <laughs> no, because I actually love, like, ballpark or, like, you know, a football stadium or theme parks. Like they, I feel like they all have the same type of chicken tenders, and they're always just really good. So... Uh, What kind of what kind of toy comes with those, Sarah? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy or girl toy. Um, (laughs) No, but I I was right now they're giving out minion stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking this during my lunch break, and I was like, I really just know that Dusty and Steve will make fun of me, but no shame because chicken tenders are good at all times. No shame in the chicken. I like chicken tenders. I got nothing against chicken tenders, and I would love some ranch with them as well. So, um, for $2 then, I obviously picked the pretzel with cheese because I just talked about five minutes ago how much I love anything pretzel related. So, that made my list. And then the cheese curds, just the plain cheese curds made my list. And then the double burger. So, another burger. I'm a big burger person. So, I went with a lot of, I mean, everything on here is junk food. So, I can't even say I went with a lot of junk food because it, it's all junk food, but two burgers, one fancy, one generic, then cheese curds, pretzels with cheese, and the chicken tenders and fries. So definitely got my cheat Wisconsin cheese fix in there. That's Not a, bad. That's a, that's a heavy meal, my friends. Multiple cheeseburgers and, but sounds pretty good. Dusty, what'd you go with? All right, so I went – I actually did one from each category, not on purpose. So I went five, four, three, two, one, uh, one of each. So top one, my $5, brandy old-fashioned brat. Like I'm not – listen, I'm looking for a brat anyway, uh, and this is not the only brat on here, so just, you know, stay tuned. Get ready for that. But anything that says uh, says that has a house-made tart, brandy, cherish, cherry relish is something that I am going to eat. So I'm going, I'm going big for the first one. 
brandy old fashioned brat, four dollar category. I've got the buffalo pro taters. Listen, I don't even know what it is. I don't know if they're tater tots. I assume they are. I don't know if it's a, lo- a loaded potato, but it's potato, some potato thing with buffalo in there. I will take that with buffalo sauce around that. I will take that. So I've got right now since so it's a main dish, and then I've got a side for another side. I've got. Cheese curds, bacon crusted, because like Sarah, Sarah was like, oh, the the bacon pushes it over the top. You're right, Sarah. It does push it over the top. <laughs> and that's why I want it. So I don't I know want if you want to be shocked, sad, or disappointed that that was your impression of her. Oh, my God. Well, I nailed it. another impression of her. I nailed it. My name's Sarah. I like football. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. Uh, so, yeah, bacon crusted cheese curds. Uh, because, you know, I did look at the other cheese curds. I looked at the basic ones, and there's a couple other cheese curds on here. Bacon crusted. I've never had that before, and I want to know what that tastes like. So I'm going that route. $2. I'm going jumbo bratwurst. That gets me two bratwurst. I've got a brandy old-fashioned and a jumbo. And then, to cap it all off, Sarah had an honorable mention. I'm going with the churro. That's my dessert. I Listen, I don't know what a Wisconsin churro tastes like, but I've had a Taco Bell churro, and those are fine. So I assume at the very least is going like, to be good. You can't – if that is your ch- – No, yeah, no, I've had – You're going to be blown by eating this churro. No, listen, I've had real churros. My, my wife is from like five minutes from the Mexican border, buddy. I've had churros. I'm just saying I've never had a bad churro, even a well, cheap churro. Why didn't churro. you lean with that? You said that you had a churro from Taco Bell. No, my point was I've never had a bad one. Even the cheap one, even a chocolate, even a Taco Bell churro is good. And so whatever a Wisconsin churro is, I'm sure is at least better than that. So I'm capping that off. That's my dessert. I'm happy with my list. That's It's two brats. I've got two sides. I've got the buffalo potatoes and the cheese curds with bacon and capping off with churros. I've got zero regrets. Well, maybe regrets later after I eat all of them, but no regrets talking about them now. Yeah, I think if this ever happens, we need to be in, like, the covered glass section that has, like, personalized bathrooms for people so you don't have to be, like, waiting in line and, mm-hmm. and doing that dance, so... Uh, okay, let's see. I'll, I'll finish this off. Uh, started off with the $5. I went with the short rib poutine, which uh, just sounds amazing with french fries, some cheese curds or tater tots mixed in there with gravy and short rib meat. Like, yeah, sign me right up. I will uh, I will eat up a good poutine any day of the week. I went with the $3 bacon crusted curds because, you know, mm-hmm. great minds think alike. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I've never had a bacon crusted curd, but it sounds amazing. A little bit of extra saltiness to the saltiness of the cheese and some ranch. Like, uh, yeah, giddy up, let's go. Uh, went back to the $5 menu and picked up the nachos pylon with the souvenir helmet. So I'm the only one walking away with the souvenir as well as a big bowl of nachos. Um, <laughs> Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I'm made fun of me for picking chicken tenders, <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, I'm going to get a souvenir. Let's what are you doing with that? Well, you know what that my looks- kids get jerks. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure, Steve. Sure, buddy. Yeah, nice, for your, nice for your day. Kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was because it was a legitimate reason. Mm-hmm. You guys are turds. Okay. Dad of the year over here is like... <laughs> They fit on cardboard. <laughs> I hate both of you. I wish my power went out again. 
Uh, all right, so finishing it off, that means I've uh, I've spent thirteen dollars, so I'm hitting up the dollar menu, and I went with just a regular brat, um, and then Dusty as well. I went with the uh, dessert of a one dollar churro. There you go. So yeah, that kind of I went uh, pretty heavy on the the poutine, like lots of cheese, lots of uh, meats, nachos, and then uh, wrapped it up well with a brat and a churro. So pretty happy with the way it all turned out if you guys are legitimately interested in seeing the lists and want to make your own just shoot us a tweet tomorrow uh, i can definitely screenshot this and put it out on twitter so everybody can have a little fun i was talking with sarah and dust about making a really cool and taking pictures of all of it but i'm not going to do that at all um so if anybody else wants to take that uh, take that on feel free but that's definitely something i'm not going to be doing tomorrow so uh, yeah, that kind of wraps it up for us. A little bit shorter than usual, but again, not a lot of Packers news going on right now. Um, we would normally do a little bit of closing thoughts, so I think everybody's got a little bit of something right now. Sarah, did you, anything percolate in your head? Uh, not really. I actually, one thing I thought of since I was just doing this before we started recording is I've been watching MLS, like super pumped that sports are at least somewhat back. Um, and if anyone's looking for a team to bandwagon, especially since Wisconsin does not have an MLS team and a lot of our listeners are there, totally hop on the Orlando City bandwagon. Um, Orlando City, fun team. That's a lie. They also break my heart a lot. But they're doing really well in the tournament. So, uh, yeah, if you want to hop on the bandwagon, that's what my uh, final thought would be. They, they've won both of their games in the tournament so far. So this is the time. Hop on now while the team's hot. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I don't have much. Um, you know, I'm still kind of working on some pieces, uh, some some stuff I'm hoping to get at some point. But uh, it's work's been insane lately, so I haven't had time to. Most of my nights have have been working and not doing football stuff, which is pretty inconsiderate. I feel like it's pretty inconsiderate of my job. So uh, I'll get that stuff out at some point, but I'm not sure exactly when. It's a long off season, so I'll get to it at some point. Um, but yeah, just I don't know, man. Just be nice to each other. Just be good to people. Just. Listen instead of striking out, I guess, and just uh, yeah, just just be nice. That's it. Just be nice. Um, yeah, I think my my closing thought is be considerate of other people. Um, recently, through some of our uh, family, we found out that um, some relatives on my wife's side have been in contact with people who have who knew they were in contact with people who have COVID uh, and decided not to tell anybody and still hang out with people and not wear masks and, you know, do the, do the right thing. So I guess to me that would, uh, coming out of all this, seeing all these stories, it's think of other people for once. Um, please just wear a mask. I know it's inconvenient. It sucks. Like I smell my own coffee breath and it's disgusting, but I don't care. <laughs> like you're thinking of other people in the world yep. and continue to do that. And hopefully we can get sports back. Like if that's your, if that's your factor to wear a mask, then do that. That's awesome. Like that, it gives you a motivating factor to do it, do it to help other people in the world. Just be kind, be helpful, wear a mask. That's all I got to say. So, um, Thank you again, as always, for listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Our DMs, again, always open if you want to talk about anything in the world besides sports. That's at Sarah Kelher 4 at Dusty Evely, at Steve Perhatch, and at Packaday Podcasts. Any five-star reviews are more than, more than appreciated, of course. Um, but we will be back next week. We will be talking more Packers football with you. Uh, and as always, Go Pack Go! 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.